Greetings, everyone. Welcome to the Delta Flyers Journey Through the Wormhole with Quark, Dax, and their good friends, Tom and Harry. Join us as we journey through episodes of Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Your hosts along this journey are Terry Farrell, our enchanting science officer, Garrett Wong, our forever ensign, and myself, your favorite helmsman, Robert Duncan McNeil. Today we have Terry Farrell with us. Terry, so good to see you again. Robbie, great yes. to see you. And Garrett. Enchanting what? science officer. I Look at these know. descriptive what? words. She's enchanting. Yes, right. I would have used mesmerizing, but Mesmerize. enchanting is, is probably oh. a synonym to, right? Enchanting, mesmerizing, yes. they're about yes. the same. They're yeah. all good. Flattery. Flattery yeah. will get you everywhere. <laughs> Good That's what we're all about. We're here to flatter Terry Farrell. You know, Terry, are you are you feeling more comfortable with this podcast now? Are you starting to feel? Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. Good. It I feels am. that way to me too. Like, I still. Oh, yeah. You are feeling more comfortable being yeah, around just me. With the, yeah. The, well, the, the, <laughs> you know, to go from just me and Garrett. Yeah. To, yeah. It has to be an adjustment for you guys. It is. One hundred percent. Typically, we're enchanted by you, so it's hard for us to speak. <laughs> exactly. So now we're more used to so you. Not true. <laughs> you guys are so silly. Yes, I am. I do Good. still have like um, when you have to say your opinion and everything, I feel like I still get, you know, like the rating or whatever. It's yeah. like hard to kind of dig into what do I really feel about it, to be honest. But, you know, it's hard. It's Don't hard. Be afraid. Yeah. Don't yeah. be afraid to give a lower rating. Like if you feel like that episode really was not up to up to par. If you've got criticism, yeah. share yeah. it. Yeah. Don't okay. give it a seven if you think it's a so-so. I mean, say, hey, this is a six or this is right. a 5.5. Like it's it's your honest opinion, right? So that's right. what people want to know. I mean, you can, I mean, sugarcoating it is one thing, but I do think your rating is still your own rating and you should make it yours. So, you know. Oh, thank you for so, saying it that way. Yeah, yeah 100%. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. All right. We've got a couple of birthdays we want to announce. Uh, We've got Liz Scott. Liz Scott on January 22nd. Happy birthday, Liz. Happy birthday, Liz Scott. Mm -hmm. Happy birthday, Liz Scott. And we also have Mr. Jameson Eisenberg, a.k.a. Mm-hmm. the Will Wheaton doppelganger. I'm, I'm telling you right now, if you <laughs> really? look at Jameson's face, it's Will Wheaton. It's un- yeah. oh, He has long, he has long hair, but if you don't look at the long hair and just his face, you, you would swear that's Will's brother or cousin. There's no, I mean, wow. that's how close it is. It's insane. Wow. But happy birthday to Jameson, January 26th. Happy birthday, Jameson. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. We love Will Wheaton. (laughs) And we We love Jameson, too. (laughs) We love Jameson, too. There you go. Welcome back. We have watched this episode. Dax. We have Dax with us. And uh, (laughs) we're going to start with a a little poetry synopsis. Yes. I'll, I'll start with my limerick. Sure. For the episode Dax. Here we go. There's a warrant for murder for Dax, but the logic of her guilt has some cracks. Cisco argues Jadzi is an angel. Odo finds out the widow was unfaithful. Maybe Curzon should have kept on his slacks. <laughs> Look at that. He put so in much slacks. <laughs> I love it. I oh, love you it. Pants okay, on. Keep you have your yours? pants on, Curzon. <laughs> Keep those slacks on. Yes. Uh, go, Terry okay. Farrell. 
What's your poem? Yeah. Okay. I want to hear you. Yeah, I, I want to hear your poem. I'll, I, I'll, I'll, I'll round it up. I just, this was hard for me. Okay. This is terrible, but I'm <laughs> prefacing it with that. Because they're I'm supposed to be a little bit terrible. Share. They're supposed to be a little they bit are? awkward. Okay. Yeah. I hope they're supposed to be because mine are always <laughs> awkward. So no, okay. I thought it was good. Slacks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> a time for tough choices. Does she reveal internal voices? A woman's honor is at stake. Will Jadzia break? And then I have notes, male photos, call about PayPal. <laughs> I thought that was part of your poem. I'm like, what? <laughs> and then I have notes. Honestly, I was like, PayPal. I can't. I, I couldn't, was good. Think, I couldn't think of things to rhyme. It was so hard. And I thought, well, the good thing is I'm going to practice on the shows mm. that I'm not on. Yes. Because yes. I think it's a matter your... of my brain. Yeah. My brain's not used to doing this mm. creative move that you're doing, but I it's, love yeah. it. It's yeah. fun. It is. It fun. is fun. Now, my haiku for Dex, the episode Dex, not just for Terry Farrell. Here we go for Terry Farrell. Dex is abducted, treason and murder suspect. Furzon was boinking. Okay, boinking. boinking is not a very poetic word, but I'm somehow sorry, but you I worked it into a haiku, well. and that's amazing. <laughs> Winking. Okay. It, and somehow coming from him, it works. It works. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Can, can we just talk about the guest stars? We have uh, Ge- yeah. Gregory Itson. Robbie, do you recognize this gentleman? Yes, he was on our show. He's very good friends with Bob Picardo. That's actually, right. He played Dr. Dysek in the episode Critical Care on Voyager. Mm-hmm. So the the really posh, remember the two levels, like the level that had really bad yep. health care and the really nice one? He was in the really nice one. Uh, also, he was vice president on 24, eventually become president on 24. Anne Haney, Richard Linebacker. Or Linebacker. Oh, it's linebacker. I wrote yeah. linebacker because I wanted it to be linebacker it's, because I it's thought Richard linebacker. Yes, and I thought you this like is football. amazing because I love football and I thought <laughs> I've never heard of a person with the name linebacker. It's, it's so linebacker. close to linebacker. And I wrote linebacker. Nice try to get sports ball. I try into to get it in the there. Credits. No, I like it. it. Okay. I like it. How do you pronounce the last one then, Robbie? Is it Fianula? Fianula Flanagan. Fanola. Fanula. 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 Fanula Flanagan. Okay. Yes. It must be so lucky to have a scene with her. Oh, she's so good. She's such a great, great actress. Is she the widow? Gorgeous person. She's the widow? Okay. Mm -hmm. Who's Anne Haney then? Anne Haney is. She is the judge. Oh. And you've seen her in numerous things as well. She's She's been a very talented woman. Really good. They're both really strong actresses. Yeah. Really, really yeah. good job. Yeah. All really good actors. Mm-hmm. I, I do want to say the teleplay by DC Fontana and Peter Allen Fields mm-hmm. with story by Peter Allen Fields. DC Fontana wrote on the original series. Yes. Correct. And this was her last wow. Star Trek script she ever wrote. This ever. Script. Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. These are the kind of things f- you think. I wish yeah. we were more aware of it when we were doing it. At the time. To celebrate her, to go in, meet her, or you know what I mean? It's yeah. crazy. Yeah, oh, missed opportunities. David Carson directed this episode. I am typing yeah. in his name to try to show this picture to Terfair. Just because. David Carson. Yeah, unless she remembers him. Do you remember him? 
Yes. Yeah. Oh, you do? Did okay, pilot. good. Okay. Of course I do. Right. He did the right. pilot. Right, but I had to show you Corey Allen's picture, though. You didn't remember Corey, so I did that yesterday. Well, that's I thought different. Maybe... It's that was different. A... When it's the pilot, you're like, it's, it's part of the yeah. person. He's part of the I thought Paul Lynch did the pilot. Thought... Okay, I thought Paul did the pilot. Yeah. No? No, David no. Carson did the pilot. Paul Lynch did all the first episodes. Paul did a ton of, of the early episodes. Right. But David so you Carson have... did the pilot. You have a good relationship with David Carson, then, would you say? I would Karen. say, yeah. I mean, it was fine at the time. I don't really, I mean, when you're not speaking in the scene, you're not talking to the director a whole lot. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. He's British, I mean, right? Is that what it says? It says British on here. I don't know. Maybe not. Probably. I think so. yeah, yeah. I think yeah. so too. I don't, isn't that funny? A thing not to remember. His accent. Yeah. Yeah. I don't it, know. Did he talk like this? Or <laughs> did he have right? American Right. I don't accent? remember. I don't know. Okay. I remember he was kind and um there were there were a lot of British directors on Star Trek back in the old in, in this era. Really? Right? Yeah. I think so. Who a do we have, of, Robbie? I don't even remember um, if we had a Brit. Well, Paul huh. I'm, I'm I was just thinking about Paul Lynch. Paul Lynch was Australian, I think, actually. Oh, oh really? An Aussie. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think Paul was an Aussie and I think um or a Brit, and I and David Carson's a Brit and well, Rick Colby, who did our show, not a Brit, but he was a German. German. Yeah, that's the only non-American is is that from Voyager. I only remember Alan Craker, Canadian, Canadian from Saskatchewan. That's, that's really. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't count that as foreign country. Oh it's almost a it's the, the same Commonwealth. continent. We're the same land. Commonwealth. They celebrate the Queen's birthday. He's North American. All, yeah, he's North American. Is what he is. Well, let's let's move into this story because let's go. the story was. This story was actually really fascinating to me. This was oh. a uh, a moral dilemma that that was very sci-fi. Okay, I, I love when these these episodes take a moral dilemma, but in a sci-fi way that only a sci-fi show could tell this story. You know, mm-hmm. it, was, it was really good. We yeah. start with a, a station log. Um, a station log says Chief O'Brien has escorted his wife back to Earth to celebrate her mother's hundredth birthday. Two thoughts there. Wow. Uh, her mother's a hundred. That's amazing. And uh, and the other thought was, was Colm doing a movie? <laughs> that was my other thought. Probably. Yeah. Because yeah. it, when you, you know, when you do a station yeah. log explaining why one character is not there, that our immediately it, thought is like, he's working on something yeah. in Ireland right now. An independent film, probably. So, yeah, yeah. He, was, he did a yeah. lot of movies, didn't yeah. he? He was always he off out of episodes to do movies yeah that's a theme though isn't it the the number because that's the age of the judge yes so Keiko's i was gonna mom say that later yes yeah. everybody's 100 in this everyone's episode. 100 in, in this <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the judge was 100 too the judge was 100 exactly yeah yeah, yeah. She, she, she looks great that. for 100 <laughs> she, yeah. she really did <laughs> we go to the replimat the first scene dax and bashir discussing broken systems miles uh while miles o'brien is gone and dax is really into studying the models of these systems and the way they function and Bashir's just trying to make small talk and flirt with her again yeah Um, I don't think it's small talk at all I think it's just flirt everything is just leading it's all flirt flirt. oh my gosh it's unbelievable did you Terry did did, so if Colm went to do a movie and we didn't you didn't have an engineer did you take over that sort of like because you were the science officer and because it feels that way in this episode, like you're kind of diving into yeah. Miles' business, you know, what his department is. Yeah, definitely in this episode, I helped. Yeah. But 
later, and I forgive me, I don't remember the actor's name, but later they hire somebody. And I think, well, he comes in more often. So they hired. So when so Colm was off, some, they hired. Everybody yeah. helped some, right? But then yeah. there was an actor who, and I don't remember his name. I'm so sorry. But I already saw him in a few of the episodes we've been watching. Oh, he did. Okay. Yeah. And then you just start to see him more often. Mm. Like okay, they hired it. him for, to be more of a reoccurring character. Well, they needed just, it because uh, Colm went know, on so often. Yeah. To... yeah, we needed somebody there. Yeah. So obviously, I mean, that was pretty cush. Yeah. But, but I, I mean, what I, a cushy I, thing to have, be a regular in a TV series and fly and go do movies and come back. I and feel that. Awesome. He, right. Mm-hmm. But Robbie, I do feel that he had that written into his contract or something beforehand. He because anytime oh, that we, anytime, Terry, that Robbie and I tried to get time off to go do anything else, we got kiboshed every time. It was like, no, sorry, this is your main job. Yeah, whatever other thing that you're looking at, you can't do it. Sorry. Yeah, it had to be in his contract. Yeah, Yeah, it did. Yeah. Yeah. Because I couldn't get out to do something either. And that's one of the biggest things that I was, nope, you let others do it. It's not fair. And I wasn't asking to go away for six weeks. I was asking for five days. Yeah. And even that was kind of crazy. Yeah. That was not approved, was it? So it's kind of amazing that. No, but that's where I had to go like. You got to put your foot down. Yeah. yeah. He's not, a, once you set the precedent, and I don't even mean call him, that's different. He's, that's his contract right from the get go. Mm-hmm. But when you know the, the other actors have gone and done stuff. Mm-hmm. Terry, can yeah. I ask you, is it you can. Colm, Colm, Colm? How do you pronounce his first name? Honestly, properly? I, I don't, he's never told me not to say his name. I say Colm. Uh, say Colm. Okay. Yeah. And but I could some... be saying it wrong. I don't know. He's mm. so kind. I can He would never correct anybody. No, I don't think so. I think it's an accent thing too, right? So yeah. we mm. say it differently than I'm sure if he's in Ireland, how it's pronounced or the England. Gaelic pronunciation. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Mm. Okay. I don't know. I never I'm thought gonna, to I'm going to ask, ask him, him next time I see him, yeah. which is very rare. I don't see him that often. Yeah, he's like a I unicorn, don't either. So. Well, so or he lives in so, Spain. Yes, exactly. that's true. <laughs> that so they're flirting. It. So Bashir's but flirting. But you know what? I love the unicorn idea. Yes, we're flirting, to our scene. endlessly flirting, back which to is our scene. too bad. Yeah. Yeah, Bashir's flirting. And he's Dax so cute. Not, he's super cute. I don't know but why he's so he didn't young. go for that. Uh, yeah, young. that's it. He was young. just too young. But there's some he, creepy guys. He wasn't guys. fully baked yet. No, no. But the creepy guys are watching him flirt. The creepy guys are back yeah. behind the grating. <laughs> creepy stalker guys okay and they, they're like is just that like my real life yes <laughs> all right did you realize yes. who's back there watching in the in the shade in the in the little dark area Ooh. it was well, it's tandro right it's yes. the main guy but yeah. who's the guy talking to him though i had to watch it twice to, for no me idea. to know <gasps> it's the trill that's later yes. in the it's the true oh guy that's gosh, later in the so trial. Crazy. I'm like trying to figure out what do you mean? I didn't know that it was him. I thought it was his, his henchman. His but henchman. Remember, I thought so too. No, no. it was the true. Later there's a He's there's the a one trial. Who finds me that, and, and there's tells a tri- him. Yeah. Right. Because they because they said we're gonna have a hearing. And then there was there was comments about like, well, how how convenient there's a trill that you have here in your in your argument for the hearing. Uh, that guy just randomly happened to be in the station. He was there to identify Dax. He's a spy trill. 
before trill. he was a he's spy a trill. Spy trill. Mm. Ooh, that sounds really cool. Yeah. <laughs> spy <laughs> trill. All right. So the men come out of their hiding place. And I like I like the tag. It cuts back to Bashir and he's like, not necessary, Julian, but not forbidden either. Yeah. He's got he, the way right. he talks to himself. He's yeah. 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 So, so he's going to go follow her, even though she said, "You don't thank need to. Goodness. You don't need to walk with me." Yeah. Yeah. Thank goodness, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so she's walking but down this corridor. This? Yeah. yeah. No, you. Should I go? Go ahead. You're walking down the corridor. Yeah. Okay. So she's walking down the corridor. She's all alone, and the bad guy, what's his name, Tandro? Tandro. Tandro. Elon Tandro. Creepy, creepy stalker guy. With and now he's got a couple minions with him, and they ask if. She's Dax. They ask her that. And yeah. then they basically try and kidnap her. And Bashir, who didn't take no for an answer, shows up, thank God. Okay. And tries to fight them off. What but- what was that move that he did? Wait, like he, can he I runs just say- full go. Yeah, yeah, no. Okay. So before he goes and does that move, yes. why isn't he why isn't he like, you know, hey, security hey, stop to- it. Yeah. Or, or, or call his help. Back. Yeah, yeah, he right? didn't do that. No, if yeah. there's two of us. There's three of them. Because he's clearly enchanted by you. He's trying to mesmerize. He's trying to. Right? And he doesn't know. See, he just yeah. half baked, not half, fully baked. He's not fully. He's not. Old. He's, no. not he's, no. still a kid. he's not done. He yet. takes both of his hands and punches yeah. the guy. He, well, that's the old Star Trek move, the double hand yes. clench thing. Okay, and, I dig it. That. Right, I but, liked it but actually. I, I found it funny because he. Because he, with such force, he ends up, he hits the guy, but his momentum carries him forward and he crashes into the wall and then onto the ground. <laughs> and Robbie, did you notice who did the stunt there? No, who was it? Danger, danger, it was danger. Dennis? Yeah, was because it? you know why? I oh know God. when he does a head snap from the back. I don't even have to look yeah. at his that face. Whole... I, I, his whole little yeah. head snap whenever he gets punched is identical. Every time he does it, I'm like, <laughs> it's freaking danger again with the wig on, you know? Uh, yeah. But it was, yeah, it was danger. All right, all right, danger, by the way, he Such had so much man. hair. He had yeah. that, like, he had that rocker hair. hair. Yeah, yeah rocker, he did. Rocker, he had great John hair. Bon Jovi kind of hair. Yes, he he yeah, he had great hair. Yeah, yeah. He's old school I, rocker guy. He's a you know, yes, he's uh, yeah. yeah. I liked yeah. him. He was so great to me always. Oh, yeah. God. Dude, great, wonderful gentleman. Sweet guy. Wonderful. Sweet guy. Right? Um, Never saw always, him lose it. Yeah, always always in a good mood, joking around, yeah. you know. And then he treated his guys on his his stunt crew well. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He wasn't a, a taskmaster. He was always no. joking around with those guys too. So no, and if I, he ever got serious, he was he wasn't mean about it ever. No, it was like no. but it got serious, it was like, oh, everybody Pay attention. Yes. Yes. Yeah. For sure. Okay. A lot of respect yeah. for great. him. Anyway, but speaking of stunts, you did your yeah. own stunts in this scene. I It didn't look like yeah. you had a double. This was all you, wasn't it? It might have been when got, getting thrown to the floor, it was usually my stunt person. That, okay. They don't let me do the you, like, fall. so if you notice um, how you'll know it's not me, right. is that you don't see my face when you see oh, yeah. the landing. When they threw you down that one point, that was your stunt woman. W- um, exactly. Did you well, have the I, same one? It worked great for me. I, yeah, I thought it was you the much. whole time. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She was really great. It, uh, especially, I think her name was Casey. Sadly, she passed away from cancer. Oh. Yeah. It's not sad, but she was great. And it was really um, not easy to find a double for me. Sure. Because mm-hmm. of your height. Six feet tall. Yeah. 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 
Uh, well, and by the way, and, and then a, thin. Yeah, and thin. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> on that note, talking about people who passed away, we we didn't mention yeah. Gregory Itzen passed away as well yes, last year. So yeah, no, twenty twenty two. Yeah. So. Oh no, mm-hmm. that's sad. It is. It really is. And Robbie oh. and I have been, you know, when we did our show, we would talk about, we would try to get in touch with some of these guest stars, and we would realize, sure. oh my gosh, they passed away three years ago, or they passed away a year after we wrapped the show. It was like, oh my goodness, we didn't know wow. any of these things. Yeah, it's crazy. I found out two other people in the last week that I, not in my life anymore, but were at one point have passed away. And it just, they're people our age, right? Around, well, not you, because you're so young, Garrett, but- (laughs) (laughs) Not that spring chicken anymore, but thank you. Okay. Mm. Forever young. Oh, all right. Yeah, but it's uh, weird but that when yeah, you know your contemporaries are, are dropping like flies, right? It's like, oh my yeah. gosh, that's so and so. They're younger than me, and they have passed. Uh, yeah, yeah, fifty-eight mm. heart attack. Yeah, sixty-two yeah. heart attack. Sure. It just you go, wow, mm-hmm. wow. Yeah, we're that age. We're mm-hmm. around that age. Mm-hmm. Well, that's yeah. why. That's one reason I'm so glad we're doing these rewatches is to mm-hmm. kind of revisit some of those people who were incredibly talented, and we. we had the, you know, I'm so grateful that I got to work with some of these people. Yeah. Gregory uh, always had stories too. He was one of those people on the set that could like focus on two things and, and still be brilliant in the scene. And, um, Oh, I'm, I'm just like, it's so sad. Mm -hmm. Well, he's wonderful in this episode. All right. So there's, there's fights, there's stunts. They drag uh, Dax away, and her com badge is taken. Do they rip she's... it off, or does it fall off? They rip it off and throw it down? Is that what happens? I think happens? they take it off. Okay. They remove it. Yeah. Mm. All right. They take it oh, off so that she yes. can't be traced. Yeah, can't That's be what it was. Yeah. You know what's so funny? It's like getting the episodes mixed up. I'm like thinking, no, Colum took his off. Colum took it off. No, that was too much. No, that was Captain episode. Pursuit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're just getting started. Wait till how Woo. confused you'll be after a hundred episodes. I will but, be, I will look yes. like this background is what my head is feeling like <laughs> yes. on the inside. Yes. Oh my goodness. So she's taken away. We go to ops next and Kira picks up some odd readings, uh, informs uh, the commander but he doesn't seem very worried about it. He just says, you know, run some diagnostics. We're back in the corridor and Bashir, who was knocked out, starts to wake up. He Now he decides to use his combat. Not before, but now. Brilliant. Brilliant. Yes, he calls to ops and he's, he's kind of still a little delirious. He's so dazed. I think he he's has a concussion. Dazed, he's yeah. just like three yeah. people. I think they just took Jedzia. He's not yes. even making sense. He's just like, no. what? Okay. No. Yeah. They took Jedzia. That's all we know. They took Jedzia, yes. <laughs> Cisco calls a full station alert. Secure all the turbo lifts, seal off airlocks. He um, loves me. Yeah, he really loves Dax. Mm. Calls for the computer to locate uh, Dax. I, I thought in this moment, when Cisco was barking out the orders for security, I was like, mm. Odo's right behind him. And Odo's not saying anything. And usually Odo is like the one that takes charge. If it's security, he's like, this is my sandbox. Mm-hmm. But in this moment, Cisco this is This is my sandbox. <laughs> yeah. Don't play in my sandbox. They're my toys. Yeah. <laughs> but I did to me that did that did feel like Cisco has a, a special place that that he is taking charge of the security steps, not Odo, because of De- because it's Dax. 
Yeah, know, because of the long relationship why. they've had. That's why. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, but he does realize that when they, you know, when they, the computer says Lieutenant Dax is on level six, corridor one, uh, that's when Bashir chimes in. He goes, no, 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 that's where I am. The combat is right here. She's not mm-hmm. here. Yeah, so mm-hmm. now they have no clue where they, where she's at. No clue where they are. Um, we cut to another corridor. There's Tandro and his minions taking Dax. Yep. Um, I, I made a note here his because we see his hands in these scenes pretty good. And he's wearing these gloves that look like robot hands. Did you see those gloves? Yes. They've got all those metallic things all on the, there. What, yes. what is that? I um, don't know. Well, it was a robot glove. Did, he had, did they need to cover his hands for a reason? I don't know. Uh, he's, it looked like Iron Man. It looked like... It, well, no, it looked like uh, Doctor Doom kind of thing from yes, uh, you know comic yeah. books. So, and it was like, why? Why are you guys wearing those? And then it wasn't. I think the henchmen also had the same gloves on. These, Did they have the robot these, gloves? Yeah, maybe. Maybe there's okay. something specific to, to alien thing for that. Maybe it shields them from being but scanned kind of or something because they? they can't. What? What kind of aliens were they? What did they say that they were? Uh, they're from Kraton, Kraton, or something. Kraton, isn't that no crazy? Kratonians, maybe. Kratonians, Kratonians, <laughs> yeah, cartoonians. That's what they I are. Just, I remember thinking, okay, what kind of aliens are they? As I'm watching it, I, yeah. I called like, them. I they had them the, saying, they had this. Yeah, it, it looked that, like yeah. their skin formed a wave over. Like I wanted to surf yeah. on their ear. You know, like uh, there's yeah. a wave over their ear. Like I wanted or, or them like they had a like... permanent flesh headset on. You know what I'm saying? Like you're they're waiting to like yeah. they're like DJs. They're they're all DJs with there headsets, you go. But their ears... I was thinking more like gills. Like gills. Look... Yes, gills. Fish like they, they're yeah. fish like yeah. people. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, Mr. Robot Hand uh, <laughs> has has Dax. We cut to to ops. Yeah. And there's Odo and Kira looking at these security cameras. They're looking around for Dax. Mm. And I, I noticed in these security feeds Uh-oh. that there was nobody in the hallways. And I'm thinking... In any hallway. <laughs> not a single hallway had a civilian. There was no background actors. There was nobody. Are they all asleep? Are they? No. This is like a busy station. The, there should be some yeah, people. Well, you know, maybe it was a budget thing. This because this seems like a very clearly really no. This seemed like this is a very tight budget, right? This would be one of those episodes where it's like we spent the money on the pilot and on uh, all of those. Yeah, they're trying to catch up. Yeah, they're catching up. And all of the Odo special effects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe there are kind of a lot of them in the last few episodes. Yes, there have been. Well, the way I I was able to wrap my head around that because I saw that too, Robbie. I'm like, they're looking at all these video screens, and there's not a single soul walking through Nobody any of those ships. So I said, okay, no, no, no. Let's let in real life, in the real world, what what's the parallel? In Spain, people take a siesta where everyone goes and takes a nap oh, and chills out yeah. for like oh. an hour. DS9 what, has a sure. siesta time. They have a siesta time. And they're totally just like, I chilling out. I love it. I don't believe <laughs> it, but I love it. <laughs> yeah, but I, love it. <laughs> I can't wait for the episode Maybe about when, the siesta. It's, on when Odo, DS9. it's when Odo's in the bucket. Yes. yes. When Odo's in the bucket, in the bucket everyone takes siesta because they're head of security. Yes. So they instead of siesta time, they call it bucket time. So everyone just chills out during that time. There you go. But, All right. Uh, so they're looking at the security cameras. Cisco says, "Scan the docking ring for warp-capable ships." Uh, he discovers that they have these aliens have uh, these kidnappers, uh, Mister Robot Hand. They've <laughs> disabled the tracking beam. Yeah, which means we won't be able to tractor. Uh, you know, the tractor beam. They won't be able to tractor anybody if they do escape. Um, Kira now says there's eight. There's eight ships uh, that could be theirs that are warp-capable. 
Um, Cisco orders all the hatches to be sealed, all the hatches to the docks, so yeah. nobody can get on a ship and get out of here. I, but I think the important thing, though, Robbie, in this scene is that we realize that they know more about this station than anyone else does. So it's like, yeah, wait a that's minute. That's the important they, thing. Yeah. Like, how They've do they know into all their this? Systems. They've tapped into everything. Yeah. They know how to yeah. avoid the security cameras, avoid this, avoid that. So, yeah, something's going well, on. Well, even in the next scene, they're in the corridor and they have DAX and they use their little tech gadget to override the lock. Cisco's yes. locked the, 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 the force field that, that he put up. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so he has a little, like, you know, some kind of gadget. It's got, yeah. Sticks, yeah. a magnetic thing, sticks on the wall, beep, beep, mm-hmm. beep, and then they can get through. Yeah. Um, Dax is very disoriented, but I, there's one thing in that always bugs me in these kind of scenes. When someone is supposed to be knocked out or being taken hostage, as, as an actor, we've all done this. We're supposed to be getting dragged by people, but but we're supposed to be kind of delirious in some way yeah. i wish that when they kidnapped her they would have like drugged her or done and, something and yeah. carried her out or, or carried yeah. her but we're in this sort of middle ground where you're walking you're <laughs> able to walk yourself. i looked at my feet i was like I, I didn't see my feet moving but i'm sure yeah that, that you were supporting your weight uh, I, you had yeah to i didn't yeah I didn't just dead drop there. No. Mm-mm. Yeah. No. And, so and I agree with you totally. It. I would have liked it better too. I think all just, actors would like it better. Yeah. Just yeah. Give done me a little a drug thing, a shot, and then you're you like, know, you're hot and you're whatever in your mouth, yeah. right? Yeah. To make it look like you've had chloroform. Yeah. Because something. if yeah. she had the ability <laughs> to walk, she would have the ability to would dig her fighting. heels in to not yes. go with them, right? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. She wasn't resisting, and I wish that there had been just one extra little helpful yeah. thing yeah we True. go back to ops though they do locate them back in the airlock um dask dax asks them why are you taking me you know she's finally waking up a little uh, enough to ask them that mm-hmm. and uh but they bypass this force field they're getting onto their ship back on ops they can't stop this ship from launching but cisco works really hard he gets the tractor beam back online and we cut out to space and bam just in time as they're escaping the tractor beam grabs the ship they've stopped them from kidnapping dax oh and- i just thought of something maybe those yeah. gloves maybe when they touch dax they kind of make her all like Ooh. oh the robot like, hands their robot hands yeah. are like have some type of like you know like yeah. par- paralysis thing where you can't yeah. speak very Magic well and robot hands yes but only your legs work. I want, so you can I want magic walk. robot hands for Christmas. I'm going to ask Santa Claus for magic robot hands. <laughs> I already got them for you, so they're being oh, sent to your house. Thanks, right? buddy. That's yes, so sweet. Yes, yes. One set of robot hands <laughs> oh, coming to your house right yay. now. Robbie. Thank you. Okay. That's so nice. <laughs> okay, we go to the airlock next. Odo's there, the security team. They detain them as they exit their ship. Right. Tandro tells Cisco that they have a warrant for Dax yeah. for treason and murder of his father. Right. And I just thought, wait a minute, you've got a warrant? Why did you just go through all of this? All of that. Crazy. Why? Okay. You've got a yeah. warrant. Oh, sorry. Like, crazy stuff. Crazy stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they should have. Why would they do that? You're right, Robbie. If he had, a, at this yeah. point in the story, I was like, wait a minute, you've got a warrant? Why yeah. did you just yeah. break break into the ship and, and potentially they could have been killed? Right. You know, yeah, for this. 100%. Like, why would you take that risk? Yeah. My my note in this scene is when Odo says slowly, and he says, Extremities where I can see them. Oh, and I'm I love like, that. okay, extremities of 
All right. Instead that would of be... hand, put your hands where you can. Yeah, zoom. I get that, but yeah. your extremities are also your feet. So then they, uh, they have to show their bare feet. Or I, I, I mean, I feel it was just you know, oh, just say hands. Sounds, Why did you have to say extremities where I can see it them? Is sounds that the... cumbersome? But they're aliens, yes. so they're different being sentient beings, right? So yeah. So I, maybe there's maybe an they extra... don't call them hands. Maybe they're. Yeah, they may not call them hands. They may Maybe call they them do something else. Magic robot gloves. Put your magic exactly. robot That's gloves where I can see them. Magic robot gloves where I can see them. Then yes. that makes sense. Yes. But you extremities see? means they have to pull out everything. Even, you know, whoa, what? Whoa, uh-uh. whoa, guys. <laughs> whoa. Hey, let's stop with I'm your extremities. Saying, that's an extremity. Uh. That's an extremity. It is. Okay. Mr. Tandro <laughs> says he's a special envoy from Claystron 4. Claystron 4. That's the place we, we were Laystron. trying to remember. Claystron. Claystron. Yes. And yeah. now we can forget it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but then he isn't says it... that there's a treaty between Claystron 4 and the Federation, that they have a treaty. And that's when he informs them. He says, the fugitive Dax is charged with treason and murder of my father. And I love this push-in moment on Dax there. There was a great sort of, as this information is is landing for everybody else. You see on Dax that she she knows something. This means something to her. This is she's not protesting. She's not saying no, no, no. I didn't do anything. Um, yeah, that's all. I thought. Can I just say one word about Cl- the the where they're from? The way yes. it's spelled is K L A E S T R O N. So when you put the A and the E together, it's the same as an A with an umlaut on top of it. So it's I love actually, that we got umlaut back in this yeah, conversation. Yeah, it's coming back into it. So it's love cl- that word. Yeah. So we've talked so about pronun- umlauts on other podcasts. It's a German, German, the two dots above a, a vowel, yes. right? So then that pronunciation should be um, klestron, klestron four instead of klestron. So klestron. Yeah, but klestron. I'm from Georgia. I'm from Georgia. <laughs> You're from Georgia? I'm from Georgia. Well, North Carolina originally. Yeah. You're you didn't know I was from Georgia? Georgia? Yeah. What? Yeah, he was raised in Georgia. Atlanta, Georgia. He was he wow, grew up in Georgia. you're a peach. Born at, he's a Thanks, peach. Terry. But he's you're born welcome. in North Carolina. North Carolina yeah. to Georgia. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Yeah. That's just and a hop, skip, and a jump. That's what we say. <laughs> yes, we do. All right. Well, you guys okay. say Claystron. I'll say Clestron. So. Clestron. Clestron mm-hmm. four. So we've ended the arrest scene. Now we're in the security office. Odo's looking over this warrant. He's reading uh, about how Curzon Dax was a Federation mediator on Clay Strawn 4 (laughs) during (laughs) this. There was a civil war there, though. However you pronounce this place, they had a war. (laughs) And uh, Curzon Dax was there. And uh, Cisco says, that's weird. She never, you know, you Curzon know, never mentioned that to me. Mm-hmm. And Odo doesn't think that that's strange given the charges. So he's he's basically saying, well, if Curzon Dax was a murderer, he wouldn't, he would have hid that. So everything's sort of looking like not Maybe. good no. for Dax. No, and no. can't wait to throw me under the bus. Yeah. Why, is, why does Odo <laughs> hate you so much? It's like, doesn't yeah. trust me. Yeah. But Cisco's memory was like, well, Curzon Dax tended to be a little cavalier about life, even about his personal responsibilities or experiences. So it doesn't surprise Cisco that he didn't mention all of this. He might have been cavalier about it. And Cisco liked that in him. He liked right. that. Yeah. That, uh, 
that he was down to earth. But he's completely adamant that he is not a murderer. You see this right now. Yeah. Cisco's yes. like, there's no way. There is no, no way. I've known him for so long. There's not, yeah. there, that is not possible. Like that's his honest belief here. Yes. And Odo at the end, he questions, he says, yes, maybe that's true about Curzon, mm -hmm. but did you really know the symbiont inside of him? But when he says and symbiont, he goes, symbiont. He says yes, symbiont. He pronounces it. I've never you, heard Terry. Yeah. Do you ever say symbiont? I never have. I never will. <laughs> I do not. Well, clearly, clearly, no green eggs and ham. I'm gonna say that Odo puts an umlaut over that vowel, so he pronounces it a different another way. Umlaut another umlaut. Another umlaut. Symbiont wow. and symbiont. Mm. That's how we'd well, say it in French. Georgia. We'd say oh. symbiont. You say symbiont. Yeah, in Georgia. we would. Symbiont. I had hey, a symbiont in my belly. Would you say, hey, what I'll are y'all symbionts? Hey, hear me out. What are y'all symbionts fixing to do? Is, what, that, is, that's is that what how you say. say it in yeah. Georgia or Tennessee? Right. Bless your symbiont heart. Bless your symbiont I know. Oh, Bless my your gosh. symbiont soul. You're a peach. Bless it. Okay. So, so Odo says symbiont <laughs> really weird. And we go to Dax's quarter and Cisco comes in and says that he's trying to stall these people, but yeah. he uh, she has to tell him right. the truth. What right. is happening? Yeah. What's going on? Yeah. And she won't talk. Tea. No. Yeah. Dax's mum's the word. Can we just yeah, talk and, about Dax's quarters for a second? What's going on in there? There's like a, there's a wall of like an open wall with like all kinds of, it's really interesting. A display shelf there. or like something. A display shelf. But the display yeah. shelf is usually against a wall. Yours kind of bisects your bedroom. It's in the from middle the of the other, room. It's in the middle yeah. of the room. It's cool, isn't it? It's so different and so cool. I know. And I was like, yeah. And I have like a whole little lab in there too. Yeah. I yeah. liked the fact that Cisco, when he comes in and he's begging her to tell, mm. tell, what's going on to yeah. tell the truth yeah and she's not talking that there's that wall that barrier between them yes yeah. it was very that metaphorical barrier was a metaphor was. for the barrier between the two of them yeah. very good yes. i liked it good job I yeah it. i like that in storytelling when that happens mm -hmm. yeah well that's he, the director then putting you in that position so that's a good yeah, job on his exactly part. yeah 100 yeah. percent, david but he ends this scene cisco is is really surprised and shocked that he thought they were closer friends than this that she would talk and she says i'm sorry but she doesn't explain she just says i'm sorry she can't yeah. i know yeah you know you can't how many times have you been in the situation and i have and you go to say one thing and it's like oh that's a mistake because mm -hmm. once you start it's hard to talk around something yeah 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 so she couldn't I I kind of wish that Dax grabbed him with both hands and kind of like a guy with another guy and sh shook him and like, no, you're still my friend, you know, because it was sort of very like, I'm going to lightly put my hand on your shoulder a little bit here, you know, and to me, if they were old like guy Curzon friends, yeah, popped out, right, yeah. because you later punched no, no, you, you, you punched him and said, you, dude, if you totally. had said like, dude, totally snap oh, out of it, dude, man. Later, Remember Something later like on, bros, like bro. a bro. Yeah, because no. he acts like that later. Cisco almost punches you later, like, "Oh, if you weren't a woman," like because they are used oh, to yeah, being, right. they're right. used to roughhousing each other. I felt so. I felt like you should have, like, you know, shook him up, you know, punched him in the arm, like, "Come on, we're still buddies," kind of a and, thing and in a way. Isn't this curious though? Because I think one of the reasons this is episode is happening is we're trying mm. to discover who Dax is. The mm -hmm. writers are too. Yeah. And so there are those missed opportunities. We're going to see 
all throughout the, I would imagine the first season, especially like in any show. Yeah. Right. Art, yes. Because you're not completely flushed out yet. Your characters yeah. aren't. They're no. discovering who you are. Right. Yes. So that and missed opportunity is just because. It, everyone's got too many you're things trying to, to think keep about. up with a seven day schedule too. Yeah. You're like, yeah. yeah. How, um, do, how do you absorb all of the backstory yeah. of relationships and all right. that? Right. Yeah. But overall, yeah. this is a great episode because we do learn about the trill. We do learn about the symbionts because oh, yeah. we don't know that much about them. Right. At least Robbie and I don't know that much about them. Have they been mentioned in TNG? Or is this is DS9 the first episode. time? Oh, there was an episode of TNG. Yeah, that and it was a romance okay. with um um Beverly Crusher. Oh, oh my goodness. Okay. All right. So there is a but prior it was a mention man, of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the trolls before didn't have spots. They had a a, a piece on their forehead. Like oh. a like a like bu- a brow like bu- and a yeah. It okay. was kind of intense. And they yeah. did it to me and we shot for a few days with it. Um um, the my abbreviated version. Yeah, and uh, and then they, they were like, like no, let's they, just they kibosh that. Mary McLuggage like, was like, "What? We no, we hired a beautiful woman. What are you doing? No, yeah. no, no. Yeah, yeah. don't put. What are you doing to that symbiont? That is not the way you 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 don't put that big bump on her. Why head? do we hire yeah. an ex cover girl so we can cover her face <laughs> in plastic? Cover- exactly. And when did Carrie McLuggage become a good old boy? <laughs> I don't think she I know, died. right? <laughs> Okay. Mr. Elegant suddenly exactly. is, you know, super elegant. Truck. He's from <laughs> Georgia too. No, no, okay. yeah, no. Great scene with Dax and Cisco. We go to the commander's office, and Tandro's there. Um, that is our evil um, robot hand guy. Tandro. I just want to call him robot hand guy. Tandro <laughs> uh, is there. He wants Dax, yes. but Cisco says that this station is technically Bajoran. And uh, he kind of yeah, gets you, Kira to speak up in there. Yeah, yeah, I like their scene. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. Nice. Yeah, because they only have the the Clusterons only have an extradition um, clause with the Federation, correct? Federation, and exactly. not with Bajor. So sorry, you can't yes. take tax. Yeah. <laughs> and and Kira's like, you guys have a, a your allies uh, with the Cardassians exactly. because you knew so much about this Cardassian yeah. yes. ship. Yeah. So yeah. she's smart there. That's Station, how they knew this whole okay. layout. Yeah. yeah. And uh, she says that compromises our Bajoran security. So Cisco says if Kira is adamant that there must be an extradition hearing from this Bajoran ship, then uh, then she's, they're going to have to have a hearing. Before you can take her, you yeah. have to have the hearing. Yeah. And I love mm-hmm. how he's like, uh, at least I believe she's adamant. <laughs> He turns to Kira. I think she's adamant about this. Are you? Are you adamant? She's like, yes, yes. Oh, yes, I'm adamant. Did you notice the close talking down. there, Robbie? They were so close to each other at that. Oh, point. Were they? They were, yeah, they were touching. It was like, oh my gosh. But again, for the camera and for Marvin, you yes. guys had to do that. So. Classic treks, close talking, mm-hmm. two shot talking. Yeah, mint. Uh, we- mint. Give me the yes. mint. <laughs> yeah. But it's rare though, Robbie, because close talking is usually two people talking to each other. They were talking at another party. They were together but close they were talking like at, side by they side. Side by side. Literally, their shoulders were touching. Shoulder Keeping to shoulder. them in the yeah. In the frame. In the show. Yeah. For yeah. Marvin. Yeah. We go to Quarks next. Odo and Quark are bickering over having the hearing Wait, in Quarks. I What's wonder that? if they do that too. Because Robbie, you would know the answer. Yes. Sometimes there isn't time to do individual close-ups and you need to consolidate. Yes. 
I do yes, remember that. The dosi do, not to change the light. So you both you yep. talk, but you yeah. Yeah, it's time. There's definitely time saving ways, but there's also, I think, uh, a storytelling reason to have Cisco and Kira, two yeah. people against one. It, it, United. It, they, yeah, they come off stronger. And, and more that's a good thing in the story, too. And moving our plot along of them becoming if she's his number one. Mm -hmm. Then every time that you have an opportunity to show them in solidarity. Together. Yeah. Yes. Yep. I agree. So now we're in Quark's. And Odo and Quark are arguing over having this hearing in Quark's because yeah. he's going to have to shut the place down. And I immediately thought, oh, budget. They didn't want to build a set to have a hearing in. Oh, so yeah. we'll just do make it a Quark's thing. We'll we'll own it. And yeah, I wish they had built a more formal. It did feel I very mean, formal, yeah. the hearing part. Right. But being in Quark's to me felt casual. It felt less... Yeah. serious in some way i but liked would, how it, it looked beautiful visually it's beautiful. It no, no, beautiful. Yeah, it's a beautiful but would like, a station have a actual courtroom would it would a would a deep space no, but station they'd have, have a, a, a briefing room or a conference room or something yeah. that's like all business this their is briefing a, room is in ops remember it's combined with everything that's so they didn't have a separate space like that and you couldn't have it in ops because there are too many operational things happening exactly. at the same time work. it would be yeah. interrupt yeah we would convert one part of our set into uh, the captain's quarters. Sometimes it would be a, a reception room. Other times it would be a, a you know, like a important meeting room. We, we would convert things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We had that too. We had that Did too, you? but maybe we didn't have it at that by point. then. Yeah. yeah. We, maybe it was like not in the budget. I think that's probably, I think you're spot yeah. on about it. Yeah, I think it was a budget thing. I think yeah. that's also why there weren't that many extras in those shots. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this feels just, a, a little bit like a bottle show. Yeah. Kind of yeah. early for a bottle show, though, isn't it, in the lineup? I well, thought the if you look at how much later. money they spent in, mm. the, in the first few episodes, yeah. remember the Odo stuff. Oh, right. All the, all Every the time that happens, went to his, it was yeah. like, yeah. I mean, it was a lot. Yeah. And I don't remember what it was, but at the time it was like, wow. That mm -hmm. was almost, you know, like hundreds of thousands unthinkable. of dollars for that, yeah. that yeah. quick little tiny five seconds, three seconds. Yeah. It was mm -hmm. brand new. Do you remember that's also in the time when they did the commercials where people's faces were, I don't know if it was a Michael Jackson video. Oh, yeah. It was a Michael Jackson music video. Was it? Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. And that was brand new. Right. Brand wow. spanking new. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, the other thing that I think of in terms of budget, when you guys started, TNG was still on the air, right? Yeah. So every right. set For that two you years. had, yeah, every set you had had to be built from scratch. That's when right. we yeah. started, we retrofitted a lot of yeah. the TNG Their sets. sets. You inherited yeah. it. That's yeah. Right. So there was a savings. Our pilot actually mm -hmm. got the benefit of reusing some sets, so we didn't have to spend the money to literally build and rig. Yeah. It, it was just. Or a it was a facelift. It was a facelift, yeah. right? Yeah. So it they went did from some the remodeling. TNG, yes, yeah. the TNG was a very wood grain kind of light color, and then ours became a darker gray and steel and metal and not wood grain. You know, but there was I look a at savings. TNG, yeah, there was a big savings compared to DS Nine, which had to start from scratch, from nothing. Yeah. Right. Anyway, they they Odo and, and Quark bicker over this. Uh, Quark's, I'm sorry, Odo starts <laughs> talking about. Building code violations. He starts looking around. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yes. It's so bad. Yeah. It new is. restrictions. It is. It's like, right. <laughs> yeah. 
He's blackmailing oh my God. him. He's blackmailing he him. Which 100%. is so just, And again, this is stuff that doesn't happen on Voyager that, that I mean, I don't remember it. And in TNG, I'm guessing it probably doesn't happen. But here on DS9, blackmail's okay. Yeah. <laughs> to get what you need. Right? So, by the yeah. security officer. Yeah, by the security, by the security guy. Security yeah, exactly. exactly. Not just some, you know, used car salesman guy or you shuttle salesman person, but by Odo, the head of security, <laughs> blackmailing Cork. So there yeah. we go. Well, we cut to the promenade and Cisco is walking with Odo and Cisco goes, we don't have any place to have this hearing. I don't know where we're going to do it. And Odo informs them that, that Quark generously offered his facility <laughs> to for the hearing, which I thought was very funny. It was a, it was a funny connection between the end of that previous scene. What my note here in this scene is when he walks out of Quarks, there's that that light that's flashing like crazy right there. There's a strobe there. And nowadays, that's the you know, at least at Dragon Con, we're always saying no flash photography because there's certain people that will go into an epileptic shock from seeing right. a flash type of photography. And that yeah. constant flashing of that light like that, I don't think they're migraine. Yes, Ugh. it's not good. So that was my note. Like they that back then and that's people works. That's quarks, in quarks? Yeah. No, no. Well, when they walk a, out, the entrance the, over the doorway of Quarks, yeah. there's like maybe um, 35 sort of, you know, incandescent yeah, lights bulbs. that keep flashing bulbs that sort of like, hey, come on over here. It was you know? supposed to be like Vegas or something. Yes, right? yeah. exactly. Right. Yeah. Right. But I think that was one of the building code violations that Odo was <laughs> probably. About, so. There you go. The stacks was getting migraines. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Cisco and, and Odo uh, walk. They talk about Quark offering his facility and. Cisco wants Odo to to dig into this Claystron 4 place. He wants him to do some investigating on this place, see if there's some more oh, information. Right. And and Odo's like, I think this case is it's a cold case. It's 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 done. Like there's nothing I'm going to find out. He doesn't think he's going to find out anything. Yeah, but it's weird because it almost sounds like he's sort of dismissing it. Like Odo's like, no, I'm not going to yeah. do this. But yet he still goes and does it. Like Cisco does doesn't it. even order him. He goes, I thought I thought someone might go do some investigating on Clestron 4. So yeah. when he says that, he's like, someone might. You know, it wasn't even an order. It was sort of like, hey, yeah. if you got time, go do it. But if not, maybe not. But yeah, I felt Odo's like. Isn't that weird? Yeah, it was a little Is weird. Is it really that casual? I don't it remember. It was very casual. Yeah. yeah. I just yeah. remember thinking, Wow. I didn't, Odo just was so not willing to stick up for me. No, that was, Is that, that your surprised feeling? me too. You, really, you yeah. felt that he had it in for you in a way. At this, point, was, at this point, in the show, it didn't I, feel like he was ready to. No, he was on but, team robot hands. He I was get on it, team... but how, but how have you offended Odo in the prior episodes? Like, what did you do? No, I think he just doesn't know me to trust me. Okay. And he does understand that. This is also part of the dilemma, right? This is yeah. a crisis of who is she? Is she the symbiont in mm -hmm. all of those entities, those memories? Yeah. Right. I mean, that's the crux of this. It, mm -hmm. Are you responsible for that? Right. Right. Or am I the new entity, the new humanoid science uh, officer of the station? Who are you? Yeah. That is, is, you know, entrusted with this symbiont. Mm hmm. Okay. So maybe Odo is more like writing that I'm not, I'm not poo-pooing that he should have stuck up for me. What I'm saying though, is that he's really writing that I need more information. Yeah. He needs the facts. I, he needs the facts. Yeah. It'd be nice if it felt like he, 
he doesn't feel I don't feel urgency from him about right. getting the yeah, he doesn't feel invested in in helping Dex or saving her. He <laughs> no, doesn't at or all. actually or even sticking up for oh Cisco, you know, it's not like yeah. he's like, Yeah, I'll do it for Cisco. Yeah. He's not doing that either. No. no. <laughs> He's just right. wary. His Let spidey, her hang. yeah. Let he her... is just wary of every single person on the station that's new. That's what yes. it is. He doesn't know who yeah. any of you are yet. No, okay. he doesn't trust himself. Yeah. Why would he trust us? Right. Yeah. Okay. He sleeps in a bucket for God's sake. Oh, right. <laughs> I mean, man. come on. He didn't okay. even go for that gold one that Cork was pushing. I know. <laughs> he could have yeah. fancy bucket time, but no, he's right? got plain old bucket time. Plain bucket. bucket time. He's a plain bucket guy. <laughs> Okay, we go to Quark's EPG. now. Okay, now the uh, the judge has arrived, and she is clearly no nonsense from the top of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tandro explains why she, uh, you know, why Dax should be extradited, and the judge seems to agree at the top of the scene. And the yeah. judge also doesn't. The judge say something like, I, I, "You know, I've got an hour. Let's get this thing nice. over. I got <laughs> yeah. I got dinner plans. I want to be out of here." I've got to practice my gavel skills. Like, I mean, that that was that, the that. gavel, Round the ball gavel. Wasn't that cool? That yeah, cool. yeah. It was I like a uh, bocce ball. I want to. I want to. I want to know. Man, if I had if I had seen your show ages ago before you guys wrapped, I would have tried to buy that during the Christie's auction when they auctioned off all this stuff. I would have tried to buy they that did. gavel. That was that such was a good cool. gavel. thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I love that. Yep. Yeah, so the judge seems at the top of the scene to be no nonsense, a little on Tandro's side already. And uh, did you Cisco, feel that? You thought I was, felt that okay. a little bit. All right. Yeah. But Cisco, you know, speaks up and he says Dax is a different person now, a different host, a totally different person. The judge isn't happy about this argument. Um, but uh she agrees to have Tandro prove to her that this is the same Dax. He basically Cisco's argument convinces the judge to say to Tandra, all right, then you prove to me uh, that this is the same person. Yeah. I, d- I also noticed in the scene, did you see Quark sitting on the spiral staircase? No. As we panned, as the judge came in and he's kind of sitting down on, and he's grumpy. It was just a yeah. quick shot, but you saw him. He's like, he's losing money. I'm of losing course. money. He's losing yeah. money. Is, yeah. is he by himself or is, is uh, There's Rom a couple of him? people or, up there. I don't know who was So maybe there. Rom was there too, but that's crazy. Maybe. You caught that. I didn't see that at all. All right. Yeah. He was sitting on the spiral staircase. Grumpy. Uh, yeah. But mm. at the end, when the judge says, you know, convince me that the person named in your warrant is really the person standing in front of me now. Right. And there's some loaded looks between Cisco and Dax, between you and and uh, and Avery, Terry, at the I, very end. Yeah. What, what was that look that he? Because he looked like he was kind of smiling in a way. Well, kind he of was like, happy that he had. He I've, installed I've, I've stalled you from your death sentence, kind of yeah. thing. So he was pleased with himself in a way. I think. But but oh Dax yeah, hundred percent. He's doing everything he mm-hmm. can. Yeah. Without but you me are just anything. you're. But you're not even giving anything back to him. You're just nope. like, nope, sorry, I can't give you crap. But that look back was sort of can't like, even oh. tell you thank you. Just... No, no, no. It was kind of like I have no control over this because I'm not going to give up. Um, Anina, basically, right? That's her name, Anina. I think E N I N A, the wife, the widow. Um, yeah. Because uh, yes. that's already that's what basically what's stopping you from saying anything. Yeah, so, Curzon. Yeah. Curzon dropped his slacks, and <laughs> everything's everything's a mess now. Yes. Yeah, you know but what's we're funny, not even Robbie? Talking no. about that yet, right? That's not even revealed no, yet. It hasn't but, happened yet, but we know he's going to 
don't drop make me his jump doors. there because I'll jump there. And then you start to talk again. And I'm like, wait, wait we went... where, where okay. are we in the episode? We don't know that yet. We don't know that yet. We go to Commander Sisko's office. He tells uh, Kira and Bashir to use their database to find medical or legal precedents on the trills uh, being held responsible. If trills have ever been held responsible for previous hosts, he wants to know about it. And uh, so they leave. And then Odo calls, makes a call from the planet. And Odo's starting to get some some clues here. It seems the general was killed. And when the general was killed, that led to the end of the Civil War because his troops wanted to avenge his death. And uh, Odo says that Dax and the general seem to be very good friends. Curzon Dax mm-hmm. and the general seem right. to be very good friends. Um, and Odo says he's going to go talk to the widow of this general, of mm-hmm. Tandro's father. So that's basically what that phone call is about from yeah. Odo. But he's yeah. Odo was skeptical that he'd find anything. He thought it was a cold case. He's starting to find some things they didn't know. And this next scene coming up in the widow's home, I think that is where all the money went. So they couldn't have it. it yes. They couldn't have a, lo- a hearing. Uh, they had to have it in Corks oh, because all the money right. went to Anina Tandro's <laughs> She's got a palatial, yeah, because you can hear the echo and the voice, how high the ceilings are. You're like, wow, this place is massive. It's like, yeah, 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 yeah. We go to, we go to the ceiling. No, no, no. (laughs) Well, there is no ceiling, but but the way they they (laughs) built that set of her home, it looks huge. Huge. It's a palatial estate. Yeah, it really is. So we go to Anina Tandra's home. There's Odo, uh, the widow, uh, Anina. She mm-hmm. says she doesn't think that Curzon Dax killed her husband. She does not believe it. Robbie, is that intro shot? Show, does it does it establish Odo as a very small individual in the background to show the the? Is this the scene where, or is it later that she that, does he come back again? Because there's that one shot where she's in the foreground, Anita's mm-hmm. in the foreground, and Odo is tiny. Like it just well, that's because it's, it's a mansion. They're I in a know, palace, yeah. but I don't so know if far it's, away. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not sure like if it's here or later. Wasn't he? He was like six feet. He's tall. Six, yeah, he was six yeah. feet. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. He looked he looked five three in that uh, establishment. Yeah, like it was two a feet big tall. place. He looked like a hobbit, basically. Two <laughs> feet tall. Yes. But Anina, the widow, says only five people knew the route the general was going to take when he mm-hmm. was ambushed and killed. Mm-hmm. And uh Tandro has been trying to find out what you know who killed his father for a long time. And he's gotten alibis from for everyone except for Curzon Dax. Mm. He doesn't have an alibi. Where was Curzon? Hmm. I think we're going to find out where Curzon was. (laughs) But at this point, it sounds like he's guilty. It sounds like he's guilty. Guilty, guilty. Odo is, and Odo's worried, you know, this Mm. is not helpful information. It does point to Curzon. And then the widow stops him on his way out and asks about Curzon Dax. Mm -hmm. And I love this moment for her. Oh my God. And then Odo says Curzon died two years ago and she's thrown by this but she holds it in for a second but then when odo leaves that's when she breaks down she brings her hands up and she's trembling and you can tell uh uh-oh there's something going on but wait this is the same moment when he's he says about who has a symbiont and he said Mm -hmm. a young woman and i think that's also the thing that just it it wrecks her she has to make a different decision she can't pretend and let the slide now because a young woman woman's life is at stake okay right do you remember that yes 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 yes. so you're saying that 
um, there is a shift in her her thinking because yes. now she knows that another fellow female is up for charges of murder. She feels like, oh my gosh, I can't. No, you know, well, she I, knows, he knows that, the truth. He knows the truth that, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. She knows that Curzon Dax, the symbiont that was in Curzon Dax, is now in this young woman. So yes. there's double reason she wants yeah. to save, save exactly yes. the Curzon she so knew. She has the deep grief for a man she yes. was madly in love with, mm-hmm. and this poor young girl, yeah, yeah. who's young yeah. enough to be her daughter or granddaughter almost. Gra- I would yes. imagine. Yeah. We go back to Quark's, a.k.a. the hearing room, mm-hmm. and uh, there's a trill expert there. Tandro gets this trill expert to admit mm-hmm. that uh, that he can remember everything. Trills can remember everything right. that the previous host did. And this is the same trill that was in the very beginning watching. I didn't connect it, that. Yes, That's yes. interesting. He's, he's under Tandro's payroll, basically. So, yeah. Yes. Yeah, so he gets him to admit that he remembers everything trills can remember everything the previous host did. And Cisco gets this expert to admit that uh, when the trill and the new host combine, it's an entirely new combination. So it's, it's kind of a situation where they're both right. Like Tandro Mm -hmm. has a point, but so does Cisco. So we're in that confusing Uh, part of our hearing here where they're going back and forth and they're both making great points Mm -hmm. yeah confusing is a good word it was confusing Mm -hmm. it is it's it's a moral dilemma and yeah like like i said earlier yeah if especially if you're in the in not knowing the truth yet and you really think there was a murder we never really answer that question because of how it turns out but it is there and feels yeah. very real in this confusing part. Yeah. And I also like at the end of the scene where uh, the judge is like, I said this would be an informal hearing. <laughs> you know, she's not riotous. She's not that, riotous. That's, that's the word she used. <laughs> riotous <laughs> hearing. Yeah. She wanted a simple hearing. And now she's taking a two hour recess. She thought she'd be done this a long time ago off to her dinner. So <laughs> she's not happy. She's ticked. Yes. Uh, we come back a little later to in the hearing after our two hour break and Bashir's on the witness stand, I guess. It's not really a trial, but it's it feels like a trial. a bit. Mm-hmm. It does. Yeah. And the judge asked Bashir why they can't just remove as a doctor. Why can't you just remove this trill, send the trill back for for the uh, warrant? And Bashir says, well, once, yes. Yeah. The, yes. The trill symbiont. Take that symbiont back and send it. Bashir says once they're joined, that they depend on each other. They're after they're ninety. Both, yeah, was yeah. it ninety-two hours? After ninety-two Something hours like of joining, then they are inseparable. Yeah, they mm-hmm. can't be, or else they they die. So yeah. yeah. So medically, it sounds like from Bashir at first that you know he's kind of on Team Cisco here. Like once they're joined, they're a new thing. They depend on each other. You can't mm-hmm. separate them. But then Tandro comes in and he presses Bashir to admit that even though they have created this new thing, that it doesn't change the symbiont's brainwaves, that brainwaves of each of them are still separate and the symbiont brainwaves can be identified and they're the same brainwaves as before they were joined to a new host. Which um, is weird thinking that the symbiont or symbiont has a brain also in the little there's two thingy. brains yes yeah. it's another brain a whole nother brain two, wow. two mints in one 
That's why you were so smart and always came up with stuff on the bridge, like data that they needed or facts, because you had two brains. You had two brains. I had two. Terry. Yes. And, that's, and the yeah. one brain had lived seven lifetimes. So Jeez. imagine. Yes. That's not fair. You were no. much brainier than anybody else. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> no. unbeknownst to most people, one of the reasons why the judge was so mad about this thing taking so long yes. is that she yes. had to miss an appointment. She had an appointment later. I mean, yes. that day that she had to reschedule, she was going to get her monogram on the gavel. So it, it was. It oh, was, I didn't know that. Yes. yes. Wow. I was wondering That's where you were going thing. with this. Yeah. I was wondering important. where that story was going. <laughs> I love the, the gavel. Mono- yes, it's a monogram you really on the gavel. Do. Mm-hmm. You really do. Well, Cisco, I'm telling you, Cisco it's a, calls himself bocce ball. It's a bocce ball. <laughs> get, well, I'll get you a bocce ball. <laughs> Thank if you. you. The magic robot hand. I'll get you a bocce ball for Christmas. <laughs> you got it. Okay. So Cisco now calls himself to the stand mm-hmm. and asks Kira to question him about mm-hmm. Curzon, his relationship. You know, who was right. Curzon? So Cisco describes Curzon as this very honorable mentor. He's not a killer. He goes into stories and details and anecdotes about that. I mean, ultimately, he says that it was Curzon that made him the man that he is today. Everything yeah. that Cisco is about, how Cisco commands, is from Curzon. Like, that's yeah. his mentor. He just said, this is the guy that taught me everything I know. So it's a yeah. huge, you know, this this is a very honorable person. Yeah. And this is this, this moral debate, this philosophical debate. They go back and forth, Tandro and Cisco. Tandro yeah. starts interviewing him. They yeah. go back and forth on these kind of philosophical concepts yeah. of whether this new host is guilty in any way. And mm-hmm. they start going at it. The judge finally says that they're going to take another break. And after the break, Dax must take the stand. Dax mm-hmm. has to speak about this. And she hasn't spoken at all. Right. So mm-hmm. it feels like... Uh, Right. This is an opportunity for her. And Cisco goes over and begs Dax, please defend yourself. Just, mm-hmm. you know, defend yourself. He's very disappointed that it doesn't look like Dax is going to spill the beans and tell the truth and tell her side of the story. She's just not going to defend herself. Right. Um, we go to, we go to Cisco's office now. Odo calls again. He says Curzon uh, called the wife a lot when the general was away. So... We saw her reaction. Now Otis found all this, you know, records of phone calls, secret phone calls. Definitely feels like an affair. But Odo's interpretation is, oh, this means even more damning evidence that that uh, Curzon Dax was the killer. That's how he's interpreting this. Isn't that yeah. funny? Because to he... me, then it doesn't feel that at all to me. No. <laughs> but yeah, whatever. But okay. that's how he interpreted it. My issue with this scene is, don't you think that the son would have found those calls too? Like, I mean, this didn't he spend oh, his whole life yeah. trying to get to this point? Sort of like, okay, I've, I'm going to yeah. talk to the Cardassians, how to how to well, avoid, con- you know, being detected on the station. I'm going to do. He must have did all his homework. Why doesn't he know that those calls? He's happen? not Odo. Odo knows how he's, to do this. Odo knows all. <laughs> well, how about this too? I mean, didn't isn't there some point where? He says that some documents were unsealed after 30 years. Oh, yeah. He does talk yeah. about that. I but that was that... for, wasn't that for, but again, now that it's unsealed, wouldn't he find right. that information? It's just yeah. a little confusing to me that Phone he didn't, he didn't know that. Really, that does seem like a giant yeah. hole. It yeah. Is. That he wouldn't it have is. seen. He would have seen yeah. that. Like, how yeah. do you not talk about that in the writer's room? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do like the fact that, that maybe, Maybe Robot Hand's dad is Curzon. 
oh. right? They talk about that. There like, hey, is, there is a thought that Robot yeah. Hand's father was really Curzon. And so that to me was like, whoa, okay. Yeah, ouch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we go back to Anina, the widow's house. Um, her palatial and estate. Yes, her palatial estate. She's talking yes. to Odo again. And now she's starting to talk about her her dead husband, the general. Yeah. And she starts saying, you know, he wasn't the hero that everybody thought thinks he is. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it's really frustrating for her that everybody thinks he's he was such a great man. He wasn't. Yeah. So you start to see like, yeah, she had, there yeah. were some issues there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, but she also says they don't want to know the truth. Like, yeah. yeah. You know, which is maybe that's the reason that Tandro, maybe he saw these these phone calls, but th- when you don't want to see something, when you don't want to know the truth, you just dismiss it. You know what That's I mean? great. You live in yeah. your own reality. Okay. I've done it. I know yeah. you I guys will have accept, too. Yes. I accept that explanation, Robbie. Perfect. I that think makes so. sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think yeah. she's saying her all the people, her son, everybody wants their, their you know, tied to this idea that he was a hero that he's, right. you know they just don't want to let it go their whole and nation even, yeah right? and even yeah. decades so, later people still mourn the general they still mourn the general now and he's mm-hmm. such a beloved figure that yeah you're right they could have all just ignored the 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 evidence which is sitting in front of them they're like no yeah no, yeah yeah but odo at the end of the scene basically says it may be time for you to to tell people this yeah, <laughs> the truth about who he was, mm-hmm. because Dax is going on trial. So Odo's, Odo's, you know, um, very important here to convince this this widow to come testify. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we don't know if she's going to do it or not. At the end of the scene, we go to Dax's quarters next. I love this scene, by the way. This is Dax and Cisco. Cisco thinks he's protecting the widow and asks if Tandro is Dax's son in the scene. Right. This um, is the, the rumor here. Yeah. yeah. Dax says, no, no, <laughs> you know, you have a big imagination or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is not, Tandro is not Curzon Dax. And that's son. when Cisco kind of uh, almost punches, but then holds that's back. Right. And, and this is where he almost punched Dax because yeah. it was Curzon Dax that he normally punches in rough houses. But he realizes, no, I can't punch. Um, <laughs> I can't punch Terry. <laughs> That's not going to happen. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. But they so talk. Then, but then they talk about it. They yeah, talk they about they his do. temper. Like mm-hmm. you know, Dax talks about you know he had this temper when he was he younger. Did. Yeah. Yeah. Watch that temper. Watch that temper. Yeah. I always told you that. And they talk about their old relationship a, a little nostalgically. This in you know, this feels like it could be a goodbye in a way. They're they're kind of reminiscing a bit mm. about their relationship mm-hmm. because maybe she's yeah. gonna be arrested and go to, you know, go to prison or whatever. Yeah. Right. So, well, and also consider he never got to say goodbye to Curzon. Curzon correct. passed away, right? Correct. So then there's maybe some of that going into it psychologically as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's really having to face that his friend is gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's really tough also for you. When you say, when your character says, do you remember that Argosian Lieutenant who threw a drink in your face to be able to pull uh, Avery out of this, like into like to laugh. It's like, it's tough to go from extreme anger and frustration to laughter, but, but he that's, did it. Yeah. that's why good friends can do that. With exactly. Each other. Yeah. And that's what was safe. great about that turn. So yeah. You yeah. Know, that she knows exactly how to, 
how to yes. deal with him. Yes. And they have a history. So. She knows how to push the buttons to change his te- his his uh, his temper to laughter. So that's a good yeah. thing there. It's a nice scene. It's a good. It's scene? a really nice scene. I love this scene. And you know, at the end, Cisco is begging to you know what else? Tell me what I can do. He really wants to help. And Dax's yeah. answer is just nothing. Can't, no, nothing can't, at all. There's nothing you, you can do. Okay, we're back at Quarks. The judge. How do we describe this judge? She's tough. Well, She's does she ever judge. say her name? Does she ever say her name? Because there's a, there's a name in the script. Her name is Renora. But does she ever say I'm Judge Renora? Maybe when she first. I don't even think she calls I herself a judge. Does no. She? She's like no, a she's an arbiter. 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 Whatever. That's right. But it's. Yeah. 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 Like I just call her the judge. Yeah. Like a mediator. Yeah. Like a mediator. You're like a high powered attorney. Yes. There you go. Usually mediators are retired judges. Oh. So, are they? Oh. So that I makes sense. sense. No, I've I've called her a judge Jinx. the whole time. So. Yeah, what Jinx. Is... Jinx. Uh, you owe me a coke. Okay. So so tough judge returns. She says she cannot wrap her head around how Dax can be three times her age. Mm-hmm. So she's a hundred, mm-hmm. three times her age, and the same age as her great granddaughter at mm-hmm. the same time. Mm-hmm. She just she, that's how she sort of opens. She's like, yeah. I just I can't wrap my head around this. I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I thought was very interesting because I think that's how the audience feels a little bit. Like mm-hmm. they've they've heard both sides of this argument, and um, yeah. It's, yeah, I want it's you to hard. reconcile it for me. Yeah, I want to understand what Dax is about. So much backstory for Jedzia here, though. This one scene is awesome. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, Cisco talks about how Jadzia was a unique individual before uh, Dax. That Jadzia as that person as human, yes as human yes. jedzia before joining that. with the symbiont had her own life basically had her own life and he yeah. talks about these degrees he won scholarships she competed against other young people tested in countless ways to mm. become the you know people want to become a host this is an honor to become a host right uh, and, and jedzia, tests. Like ever yeah. since she was little yes as, as a it. child jedzia wanted to be uh mm-hmm. a a have a be joined with a symbiont and mm-hmm. then and then the distinctions that i guess would you say the degree would be a premier distinction is what they're saying instead of saying yes, i so hold a degree in she yes. a premier distinction like a is the way that yes yeah that must be what doctorates yeah phd yes um exobiology zoology astrophysics uh exoarchaeo what the hell is exoarchaeology i don't even know what that Heck. is but still she is one smart cookie if she has four freaking uh advanced and that's degrees. just jadzia's brain and then right. we've got the trill's brain she's With, mm-hmm. no oh. one's ever smarter than you no you're smarter than anybody than everyone Terry. combined yes yeah. I, I never I realized that, were true that. In real life. <laughs> <laughs> um but we go through all this and then tandro has his opportunity to question dax and he he's very confident he comes up and simply says uh, when you agreed to be a trill, you agreed to accept responsibility for any action taken by the trill, mm-hmm. past or future. And Dax agrees. She's just like, yeah, I did. So, oh, Tandro, he's a good lawyer. He is good. He's good, but not not good enough to stop the widow. And our, our widow His arrives. mama comes in. <laughs> mama comes in. And she basically admits that Curzon was in her bed. When the murder happened. Oh, hands down. 
Yep. Slacks yeah. were dropped. <laughs> slacks were dropped. <laughs> and, Instead of uh, dropping the mic, dropping the slacks like that. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so great. The widow drops the slacks line. Slack drop. And, mic drop. Yeah. Okay. The judge is like, everybody's in shock. Tandro's in shock. He's yeah. speechless. Oh, he He's even tries to reach out for him, and he he rep- is repelled yes, by he's her. Oh, my God. Information. Nasty looks to mom there. That the hand, judge. that hand was touching someone else's slacks. I know it, mom. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, but the judge ends ends this hearing. Mm. Uh, she tells Tandro, you're going to have to reexamine your, your warrant, your request. And until then, this is done. Yep. Yikes. Wow. Uh, we go wow. to the promenade for our last scene here. And it's mm-hmm. the widow and Dax talking. Yeah. That's an interesting concept that the widow is talking to Curzon in a way. There are the trill. There's a part of Correct. Dax now that is still the man mm-hmm. that she was in love with. Yeah. And that's when uh, she yeah, touches I, your face, you know, sort of yeah, she's touching Curzon is what she's doing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. In the scene, mm-hmm. I remember feeling like I was in this masculine place for her that mm-hmm. she was my love and I loved her. And that was this almost like we both had this feeling of like, are we going to kiss? Not, I mean, it wasn't written that we were, but there right. was this feeling of, you know, he's still in there experiencing it. Like I was letting him be there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Sort of allowing him to take over. I do feel that if this episode was filmed now in 2023, mm. that there would have been a kiss, a very beautiful kiss. I feel like yeah. it, it could have you know, been accepted. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. But back then it's like, Oh, we can't have Not same sex kisses. It, yeah, it, yeah. It, but just, I love you and I will miss you. Yes. I'll love you forever. Yeah. 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 But, and there's also in this last scene, there's, they, they articulate this promise that they made to each other that they would not, talk crap about the general that they would not reveal who he truly was that he tried to betray the well, the rebels yeah and, that he and, was no 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 he didn't the, he tr- he tried it this is what was confusing to rewind this he betrayed his own people his own troops. people yes, is what he I mean. did yes. and by giving information to the rebels it was him that did it he was yes. the one he was the traitor. thank you for clarifying right? with yeah. your language yes yes, yes. and yes. then as as payment for his helping the rebels they just kill him on top yeah. of that is what happened he was right? a benedict yeah. arnold yeah. and his own people never knew that and they didn't know right. that but i love this scene how they made a promise to each other curzon and the widow that we're not gonna like this fantasy they have of the general is is gives them strength and we're not gonna destroy so that. it's better we're to let it be let it be yeah i like yeah. the last line the very last line from anina yes. live jadzia dax Live a long, fresh, and wonderful life, which I was like, that still gives me goosebumps. It does. It gave me goosebumps in the moment doing the scene, but you saying it even just gives me goosebumps. What a great thing for all of us to think of our lives this way. Yes. But it also reminded me of the Vulcan saying, which is Vulcan say live long and prosper, but she mm. says live a long and fresh and wonderful life. I thought you, you, Terry, could come up with a different hand gesture, maybe this or something. And then you would say live a long, 
fresh and wonderful life. Like that's your Vulcan saying, that's, but that's from the trill that's, saying. That's, the yeah, trill saying. Yeah. We'll do a t-shirt, you and me. We'll do a we'll t-shirt. Do a t-shirt. t-shirt. <laughs> we have to have a t-shirt. We're going to have a Jedzia Dax t-shirt that says live a long, fresh and wonderful life with some oh. type of hand signal that you're going to do, whatever it is. Look at, okay? you know what? Look we're, at We're us. coming up with just merchandising just ideas. Adding, everything. adding to the lore of you, Trek. Mm-hmm. This is wonderful. There you go. There you go. You've got, you you've got all this Bam. great stuff. What a great episode, Dax. There you go. I will say this also, Terry. In my time at conventions, and Robbie will probably back me up on this. I've, you know, I've met fans that are like, yeah, we named our dog Neelix, or or I have we have two cats, Tom and Harry. Like we get yes. we get our characters get named pets all the time. But I've come across multiple fans where they name their daughter Jedzia. So yeah. the only name that mm-hmm. seems to go to human beings is your character's name. But then we get pets. And I'm, I'm a gerbil and, and Kira. Kira. I get a lot yeah, of Kira, Kira and Jedzia and, Jedzia. and, right. and Esri's. But you and know Esri- what? Yes. Those three names are so pretty. They yeah. are Esri's pretty. a beautiful name. They are. But I'm jealous yeah. because for Robbie and I, oh. we're, we're hamsters, gerbils, cats. And I'm mostly we're, we're pets. dogs. I'm mostly pets too. But you, <laughs> you know are what? pets too. Okay. Yeah. But you know what? I love my Wiley. I mean, I have loved every animal I've ever had. Like it's a different relationship. It's I, I don't feel like an ownership to my animal. I feel oh, like a yeah. custodian to giving them a really good life as best mm. I can. Okay. Which is, makes me feel so bad whenever I have to leave. If yeah. he's not in a yeah. place where I don't feel he's good. But yeah, I think that's a um, people who feel that way about their animals. You can see if you look at it that way, what an honor they are an honor. naming their yes. they're naming their furry kids <laughs> your names. Right. Okay. Because well, they thank love you, for- you guys, and they th- love their furries. Thank you for spinning it that way. That's better. For- I, I feel well, better. Well, furries now. are just people. Yeah. With the furry suit on, right? Okay. They're yeah. trills yeah. in a way. And, and I, just, was, I was like complaining. I w- yes, I was. It's a different I was, host. <laughs> I was more complimenting you as opposed, and your character as opposed to com- or critiquing, you. you know, ours. So there you go. Well, what is our themes and morals for the episode? Why don't you Why don't you give it? Give you yours. want me to start with my yeah, themes and, and then morals? then Terry and then I, I'll, I I'll round it out. Two themes. You have and two? morals. I couldn't couldn't decide. Two lessons. Okay. Yes. One lesson is if a person truly changes inside, should it affect the judgment of them later? Meaning, like, you know, if they make if they truly fundamentally make a change in their life, someone's made some mistakes in the past, but if they're you know, they've made amends, they've really changed who they are. Should they be judged for those past mistakes later? That's one lesson. Okay. All right. The other lesson was about loyalty. It's a lesson on loyalty. Mm. And I don't know what the answer to it is, but it's complicated. I think that's the lesson. Loyalty can be very complicated and it's very personal. Mm. Like for Dax, she had a loyalty to the oath that she made to the widow and she was not she was not telling even Cisco what happened. She's like, nope, I can't break my promise. Yeah, that's that's my two. It's okay. about judge right. for our past mistakes or about loyalty and how it's very personal. Terry, yeah. what is your underlying lesson here for this episode? I, I think this is a really tough one too. I think yeah. I really admire uh Jadzia's loyalty. I think it's tough in the real world because there are especially relationships and kids. And there are times 
to protect somebody you you need to cross that line mm-hmm. um to protect them or yourself and so yeah i think it's deeply personal and it's really tough i think this shows how tough it is and playing the character that had to hold it in i just kept holding on to that he loved her so completely mm-hmm. so completely and and their mission for those people their people her people was unequivocally the most important thing. The, the whole nation was mm-hmm. being protected by this yeah. secret, you yeah. know? Yeah. So it was so much bigger than one person. It's sort of the... Mm-hmm. And you're realizing, too, this is a military person. Jadzia mm-hmm. Federation, a military person. I am going down. I'm taking it to my grave. Mm-hmm. That's where it's going. As for past mistakes, I love what you said about that too, because just being human, and I think at this point in my life, going through a big transformation, and I, I think you always do, but this, in particular, this time of life, the late 50s, early 60s, I think is a really important, pivotal time for forgiving, at least for me, forgiving mm-hmm. myself for past mistakes. Yeah. Um for not always handling friendships right and you to forgive yourself and move forward and love yourself, I think is one of the most difficult things ever to do. Yeah. But it feels like the people that you really love, the more you forgive yourself, the more you look at other people and think, I forgive you. Yeah. <laughs> I, of course I forgive you. Yeah. I did too. Yeah. And it's all out of us feeling insecure and unloved and all of that. <sighs> unfortunate stuff we carry around as humans but i love that they showed that in this episode uh so my uh my lesson from this entire episode i'm going to give you the acronym kyso kyso when in doubt keep your slacks on (laughs) great Thank That's you. my lesson. It's Thank simple you. as that. Yes. If you, know, you know, especially when it, when in doubt, I mean, when I mean when in doubt, I'm talking about dealing with married individuals. Keep oh, your slacks, keep your slacks on, on. Okay, that would have prevented everything it? if it never Good if lesson. that didn't happen. That's all. All right. Just doesn't seem like the hardest part of that union, <laughs> being married. It yeah. Wasn't hard. Yeah. Just yeah. Gotcha. keep your slacks on. There's just yeah. so many issues that like that one should just be off the table. Like that's yeah. easy. Yeah. 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 I'm keeping my pants on. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, thank you everyone for tuning in to this episode of the Delta Flyers as we journey through the wormhole. Join us next week when we will tackle the episode, The Passenger. And for all of you who are Patreon patrons, please stay tuned for your bonus material and a little bit of more Terry. Terry will be with us for that too. So thank you so much. We'll see you next week. <laughs>